Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for the latest episode of The Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield. Gary, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, Merritt. I thought there was a little bit of a cold coming on, but I took some of that, uh, you know, that, uh, that stuff you take that uh, is supposed to kill it off before it gets too bad. So the only downside, I would you say, Merritt, math? is that... <laughs> the only downside I would say is that uh, I was kind of hoping I'd get that. Uh, I, you know, when a, co- a cold is good for one thing for a broadcaster, you get that a little extra boom in your voice. I didn't get. I didn't get. Oh it. yeah, for me, I get. Yeah, for me, the cold gives me kind of um, a Lauren Bacall uh, with a mouthful of broken glass. Yes, smoking a camel. <laughs> All right, or Brenda Vaccaro. <laughs> that sounds better. I like yours better. We're talking way too... I, I just, I'm this sorry, audience, I, hope, myself, I hope this audience is too young to even, even understand any of that. Anyway. There you go. There you go. I'm just pleased with myself. Um, we've gotten through the intro without using uh, the Allen household dog trigger word. You can say it because I have headphones on. <laughs> I won't. Welcome to the brand ambassador. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course... Um, one, one's um, taking her first nap of the day, and the other one's drugged for thunderstorms. So I think I'm hoping for a quiet show without canine participation. Yeah, that's all right. It adds a little a little flavor. Mm, I don't know. Being hearing impaired, uh, trying to hear you over dog is challenging, even with headphones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, we're uh, we're so we're it's, it's a quiet today. day, and we're. Part two of our discussion. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited stuff. about this one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited. And this about one, this. this is more focused on video. This, and this is more for, focused on uh, video. And that, I think, has been the watchword for social media and SEO for at least the last 10 years. It's uh, certainly big, and um, and uh, and it, 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 you see it everywhere. And um uh, it's terrific uh, for those of us that uh, love things related to video, but by the same token, um, you see a lot of junk out there. But uh, you know what? The weird thing is that even sometimes the junk uh, helps uh, helps you in your search engine optimization, like it or not. I know. I wish we could get uh, John Barnett to really embrace cat videos as a way to drive website traffic. I think <clears throat> Rachel thinks it'd be great. Emily thinks it'd be great. I think it would be great. Um. I'll stick. I'll stick with John on that uh, on that side topic. Yeah. Well, you're just not a cat guy. No, I'm not. It, you know. Now, if go ahead. I was gonna say now, if we could have Austin Carlo videos for SEO, I think he'd be down for it. Absolutely, we'd be all down for that one. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, video. It's uh, it's where it's at, baby. Well, and that's um, in some ways it's uh, your background from gro- a broadcast perspective. But going from um, 
uh, agency-wide global broadcast to corporate video was how big a shift was that for you, or do you think that getting your master's helped you make that that uh, switch? No, I think that uh, it wasn't driven by. I mean, um, I think that uh, it, it's just the technology that drove everything, and and and, and the emergence of social media. Um, then, you know, I think that for me, um, I really. A couple different things happened. Certainly, the nature of what we do for our clients has changed my perspective on video altogether. And then certainly, just the the, the trending things we've talked in the past in other episodes about um, about video. And and again, you and I remember uh, when um, for for our government clients or when we were in the military, the big thing was like the command video, and you know the amount of uh, of of days, weeks, months that would go into that discussion and then the production of it. And then by the time you actually produced it and then you actually showed it to people in a room somewhere or on TV, maybe uh, it would be obsolete. Um, and and so we are so past that now. And I'm very happy we're past that part of it. You know, so it, there's a lot of good to how things have changed from my perspective. I remember the last command video we did, and we fought it every step of the way, and the client was just adamant, no, I want a 10-minute video of my four-star. And yeah. if you ask the question to show, uh, you ask the question to show to whom, um, that answer wasn't uh, relevant to the client. Right. So I'm pretty sure at least six people saw it. Yeah, it's one of those things like, well, well doggone it, it's what we do. <laughs> we we, where is this thing? We do. There's this thing we do. Where is it? Remember that we we had come up with the idea, uh, merit um, of trying to uh, manipulate that uh, so that to to reduce obsolescence by coming up with the um, uh, chapter video concept where we would just shoot little tiny segments and then if the segment is no longer valid or there's some new segment you need you just shoot, you just record another one. I still think that has some validity, but really. You know, we're we're at a place where uh, you know if you try if you try to show somebody for something for ten minutes, I, I can't imagine what it would be, uh, what it is that's going to hold people, particularly the younger members of an audience. Yeah, I'd much rather shoot ten one-minute videos and then release uh, sixty seconds of video a week, and then you've got a two and a half month long campaign. Yeah, there was. Um, uh, I should try to find this that um, uh, someone had posted something regarding. Um, uh, I can't think who it is now. Um, uh, uh, the way to repurpose, like a you know, a thirty-minute webinar uh, or presentation, uh, you know, a long-form presentation of some sort, and to, to turn that into just multiple, multiple uh, pieces. Um, certainly, that's similar. When we talk to our guest Scott, well, you know, he's involved in things where long-form um, interviews turn into multiple short pieces. But that's really, I think, a really uh, where things are trending a lot, where you take something uh, and just repurpose it in all kinds of different ways, and there are a lot of ways to do that. So, people are finding all kinds of ways to. Yeah, I think. Well, I think the way you do that is, you know, our 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 executives or our principals or our talent, whatever you want to call it, the subjects of our video have limited time. So when we can get on their calendar and get this done. We want to get as many different topics as covered. So if we have half an hour or 60 minutes with that individual, we get everything. And then if, if you've, uh, from an hour engagement, if you wind up with uh, 30 to 40 minutes of solid video, that's months of content. Right. And it's less stress on your executive. And uh, boy, can you repurpose that? 
And that's the other thing is that the repurposing, there are so many ways to repurpose now. I mean, it doesn't have to, there, so you, you look at the, the different um, uh, venues for what you've created and, and then the different ways you can create it. Cause it used to be when we thought of video, it was always pretty much just, you know, a, a uh, a video camera and and uh, and microphone, and you were shooting things, and that was video. Uh, certainly, graphics will go with it. But nowadays, video uh, uh, is a little bit different. I mean, a lot of still imagery gets uh, manipulated into being video. Graphics do. Uh, infographics can get turned into um, uh, kinetic uh, typography videos. All kinds of things can happen that are now called video that we would never have thought of as being video um, years ago. Uh, absolutely. And uh, I, I just think it's uh, something you said earlier uh, in this segment uh, I want to come back to is uh, just how much since you and I just started working together, not not to mention since we began our careers eons ago, but just since you and I have been working together in this almost 15 years, how the nature of public relations and brand communication has changed uh, with the advent of technology. I was filling out a survey yesterday for a local business paper, and uh, uh, one of the questions was, how much has technology changed uh, how you do business. And I was torn between quite a lot and completely we've executed a pivot. I think for us, it's been quite a lot. I don't know that we've pivoted because our mission is still the same for our clients, but we absolutely rely on different skill sets and different media to get um, our clients word out. Right. Um, yeah, I think that um, um, we've learned, um, you know, and, and if we, that's the most important thing, particularly those of us who have been around for a while is uh, you need to have that willingness to to learn and to do things because you know we we often look at merit you and i we we look at um we're always looking for new work of course and and new opportunities and we see things out there and and i have to say that uh you know very often uh, i'm kind of a naysayer on some of the video production uh, opportunities that are out there because they're traditional video production opportunities and that's not who we are really as an organization we're not and i don't know how many of those organizations still exist where you know the the, the video production house with the million dollars worth of equipment and shooting long form um, you know video productions um that isn't where we are really as an organization but the good news for us as vox optima is that we don't have to be that you know we can do great things for a client uh, that doesn't that don't require those long form, extremely expensive million dollar productions. As you've said before, you know you don't know you don't know how we would spend a million dollars, but I would tell you that I, I think I could find a way. I, I bet you could. I bet you could. But first, we buy a bunch of new stuff. But you know that's something I see is uh, these uh, colossal production facilities. Really, um, the and it's because of the emerging film industry. Um, in Albuquerque, but you know, we were walking through some sound stages a couple weeks ago on a, a government facility, and all I could think is, oh my God, I know people in Albuquerque who would be dying for this space and who would generate revenue every freaking day out of this space. And I think the, the, a big consideration with business today is, uh, does the square footage allow me to generate revenue? And I think that's uh, because it can be done so much more compactly and so much more succinctly. I mean, our compact studio allows us to do much of the same things you do on a giant soundstage. That's right. We should focus on square inchage. <laughs> anyway, we square inchage. We're uh, we're coming up on a break, but uh, we are um, 
very pleased to have our colleague uh, Scott Webb joining us. Uh, Scott's been uh, yeah, in the business for uh, for some some time now. He's been with Vox Optima for I don't even I have to ask how do you know how many years Scott's been with us? It's been it's been a long time already. Um, but at any rate, um, uh, uh, Scott I'm going to say nine. That nine, sounds about right. Eight or and nine Scott, years. Scott will clear us up on yeah. that. And before that, he was a twelve-year Navy veteran, and uh, I knew Scott when he was just a young guy, and I was middle-aged. And now, see, Scott's now middle-aged, and I'm still I'm still <laughs> middle-aged. So, and soon he'll be an old man, and I'll still be middle-aged. But he's done everything you'd you'd ask for in the video production side of things. Uh, and uh, he was an he was an anchor for Navy Marine Corps News and a producer for Navy Marine Corps News. He's been a still shooter and a videographer and uh, now digital signage guy. And uh, so we're going to be talking to our colleague Scott Webb, and we're talking about imagery specifically this week on the use of uh, video for business. And we'll be back. Uh, you're listening to the Brand Ambassadors. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program
Thanks for coming back to the Brand Ambassadors, and I'm very pleased uh, to introduce our in-studio guest, Scott Webb. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Merritt. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You know, one thing we've been talking about throughout this series is the importance of storytelling and how so much brand journalism just comes down to storytelling. How do you feel video um, uh, complements that effort for corporate storytelling? I think it complements it very well, um, and I think it's underused. Uh, it, it's, uh, it, it has such great impact and um, can be shared and overshared and reshared, and I, I think that it's uh, something that complements it very, very well. The um, so so um, I, what I would wonder then, Scott, is that um, you know, uh, given the nature of the way video is today, how often are you able to make that happen with the kind of work you have to do for your for for our clients? So uh, our biggest client, Navsi at the Navy Yard, I'm able to do it all the time. And even even when there are situations where you can't get a, a full video kit into an event, uh, we can still make videos from still images as well. So it it happens a lot. <clears throat> Do you have a specific methodology you're using to make so, all that but, happen? Oh, they already jumped on you, Merritt. Sorry. That's fine. Methodology. Uh, I'm approaching a video project. I think it all begins with uh, having a good story and having a strong outline. And planning is important as well. Uh, without a good story, it's, it's just not going to be a good video. It starts with strong writing, having a great uh, interview, uh, questions all set up, planning out your B-roll, having your gear ready to go, having good locations, managing your time well, and uh, all of those things. And that's what makes the job so much fun is that you get to incorporate all of those fields of work uh, to make the packages that you make. Do you find sometimes you've got to redirect the story a little bit? because I, I think sometimes uh, video to clients can be a new and shiny thing and they just want one and they may not have a lot of uh, thought about who's going to watch it and why. Do you do, uh, do you do some direction and steering at the client that way? Yeah, you need to be agile um, whenever you're in the middle of any project from, from planning it to shooting it. Uh, whether you're just on the production end of it or if you're also writing and doing the outlining and doing the interviewing, um, being being ready to change things on the fly is is important. It happens. Um, often you'll have a client who doesn't have a video production background, and and uh, they just they they won't know the nuances of how to of how to get through a shoot. And you you just need to you do need to offer that direction. You uh, of course you threw out a term there that uh, many in the audience may not know, and uh, we do that all the time because we're in it. Uh, you said B roll, so why don't you explain what B roll is? You're watching, uh, let's say it's 60 minutes, and there's a package that's playing, a story that's playing. You'll have a person who's speaking during the interview, you know, your subject. That's the A role. The B role is the descriptive visuals that go along with what it is they're speaking about. So, um, so I was going to say, um, uh, you know, you, we come from a background. You and I come from a background in military broadcasting and <clears throat> military production, and the, you know, we we learned a lot of, you know, very traditional um, uh, the things that make quality, the things you need to think about when you're shooting. Um, 
we're in a different world now with young people. Uh, I say young people it could be anybody who's doing like live stream videos or shooting, just talking into their into their smartphone. But what do you think, since Scott, are some of those key things? Um, you know that, that regardless of what tool you're using, whether it's a fancy, you know, uh, high end fifty thousand dollar broadcast video camera, or a DSLR or a smartphone. You know, what are those things, regardless of that, that you would need, that you think are important to keep in mind uh, when you're when you're shooting a video? This comes back to knowing your audience and knowing uh, what your broadcast and publishing capabilities are at the end of your at the end of your production. And I think it's important to be cognizant of which generations are in your workplace or who or what or who make up your client, be they millennials, Gen Xers, boomers, the silent generation. Uh, that definitely plays a role. Um, certainly millennials and in the current generation, Gen Z or I generation, that label still being debated, they like high quality video and they prefer shorter content. So shorter content that makes an impact right away, it's a big deal. It, it, it definitely does matter. Of course, any, any story that you write, you, you, you want to grab the reader or the viewer within the first sentence or three seconds anyway. But uh, certainly considering that probably the best way, one of the most popular ways to reach an audience now is going to be via social media and on mobile. Whatever gets to a smartphone will be viewed the most. And and that's something that you have to keep in mind when you're out there shooting, when you're planning, when you're writing. You definitely want B-roll and your visuals to be impactful and you want the writing to reflect a really strong beginning because I want the viewer to keep watching. And then we come back to length. You guys were talking about uh, ten-minute videos before the break, and uh, yeah, that's too long. But it, it, it's also debated what is too long uh, with uh, with millennials and even Gen Xers when it comes to their videos they're, that they're making. And at the at the at the end of the day, as everyone likes to say, <clears throat> uh, it comes down to the quality. And if the video is really good, you won't realize three and a half minutes went by while you're watching it. It it may not. It'll only feel like a minute. So it comes down to quality, good planning, knowing your audience, and then being agile when you're there, on the shoot, giving direction. Yeah, all, all that's important, Gary. Um, what will make it out to, to, to the smartphone is uh, is a huge huge motivation, and it has a lot of impact on what you're doing. I want to ask about shelf life uh, for corporate video because we'll go back to the bad old days of the command video and at best you do one annually, most likely you do one every time a new commander came in. In 2018, what do you think the shelf life of corporate video is? It will depend, so that's a pretty vague question, but it'll depend on when the commander leaves, so it could last three years. It could depend on if the mission changes. Um... I would say those are the two uh, biggest driving. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's, the type of video. Let me clarify the uh, the video that that you're shooting. We're not because we're not doing the bad old day ten minute corporate video uh, command video. Um, we're uh, uh, doing uh, quick burst videos um, as uh, commander's guidance emerges, or he wants to um, really emphasize something with video. So. Uh, for the type of work we're doing for the Navy now, what do you think the typical shelf life is for a piece that uh, uh, for a package you put together? Like you guys said before the break, if you if you sit down and do a have a nice conversation or do a Q and A with multiple subjects of leadership, and you shoot that for forty minutes, 
and later on you 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 break that up into pieces as you as you uh, were talking about and that is what we do now uh, it can last a couple of months um, for as long as the answers to those questions remain relevant and if it's something that uh, that you want the workforce reminded of then you can replay it so at least a few months especially if you shoot it like that where it's a 30 minute to one hour shoot you've got 30 to one hour of content and then you split it up as time goes by yeah a few months at least one of the things we do uh, obviously that you're d- directly involved in uh, every day scott is digital signage and and we use that as a uh, uh, as a platform for a lot of the video work that we do that you do and um, one of the things that i've always thought about digital signage and and it's the, i think it's the same regardless of venue that's just one venue um is with the sophistication of viewers today uh when we're looking at i guess produced content as opposed to live stream you know things on facebook facebook live or something is that you have to reach a certain level of sophistication or quality in what you're doing without having to burst the uh, having some we don't have a big budget you know so how do you get to a point where you create things for a client, whether it's using traditional video or whether it's using images and text or whatever you're doing, how do you reach that level of quality without, without breaking the bank or, or not, you know, how do you, how do you get there? Before the break, you were talking about traditional video production. And I think by traditional, you meant, um, lots and lots of cameras, lots of shooters, lots of budget, and you can still make a great quality product with a DSLR, the right microphone, tripod, the right LED lights, and a good plan. And I think the way around the traditional video production that is many, many bodies and many and many cameras is if it's controlled action and you can sit down and get the interview you want and you have time to get out and get the B-roll that you want, uh, that is one way around a large-scale production because you have the time to do it. If it's uncontrolled action, it may, it may be a different story where you, it, everything has to happen at once. Everything needs to be captured at once. But oh, you, one of the ways that we capitalize on being a small business and getting video production done is it is, for the most part, controlled action. And we do have the time to plan out shooting that B-roll and having a nice long interview to get those details. And then we also have, um, you know, with that time to, to edit and get the product out. So um, I think it comes down to it's the age-old quality over quantity, if you have the time. Yeah, we were um, um, it, when I was I went out to the uh, Digital Science Expo earlier in the year, and there was a a, a guy there that um, I think that they had uh, done some um, some. And they're related topics. I mean, video production, digital signage are related. And I think it was something like, a, you know, like a half a million dollar production. <laughs> I mean, and I'm thinking, my goodness, man. I mean, you know, we, you know, I, I think one of the cool things that we're able to do now that you have, you're able to do, uh, you know, you talk about having time, but by the same token, you know, I mean, how many pieces of discrete video content do you produce in a month? Um, you know, I think it's a lot. I would I would say it's um, when it comes to video I capture it's only a few shoots a month but when it comes to video I create from still images stock imagery and uh, graphics uh, I create over forty pieces a month. See, and I mean that's I think that would that would have been unheard of just a few short years ago that you, you even think about that and I think other companies probably I think we. we 
we we are fortunate that we by by virtue of the, what we do for our clients, we've learned how to do that, and you have too. Well, we're coming up on a break, and um, um, one thing I think I would like to talk about when we come back, and uh, of course you guys can trump me and say no, we're not going to do that, but just to talk about the different ways that it, that it is actually employed in corporate uh, video and there's a, just a bunch of them we can talk about that at any rate you're listening to the brand ambassadors please give us a call at uh, 866-472-5790 if you are listening live or send us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com and uh, we'll be back to talk more in just a few minutes Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Gary Potterfield, along with Merritt Hamilton Allen and our uh, in-studio guest, Scott Webb, who, uh, you know, I'm thinking about it. You know, we, we've invited you to the show, but uh, I wonder what would have happened if we just said, if you said, no, I don't want to come. And we said, well, you, you have no choice. <laughs> you work for us. Um, Scott, you cleared us up over the over the break. Um, 
that um, you've been with us for eight years, been with Vox Optum for eight years, and um, uh, it's, gosh, Scott, it seems like only 30 that you've been with us. Wait a minute, it doesn't go right. Anyway, we, uh, before we went on the break, uh, I was talking about, I'd like to come back and talk about how uh, different uses of, uh, of um of video and um, one of the experts on which one it was was talking about uh, one of the things that this guy likes to use is he likes to employ um, subtitles uh, with his videos because it has SEO implications, very positive SEO implications. But we use subtitles all the time uh, in in the business of digital signage and uh, merit. Uh, uh, correctly pointed out that we throw the word out there but don't talk about what really it is and uh, Scott from your perspective what why don't you explain for our audience what the heck we're even talking about about digital science and then I'd like you to jump in and tell us wh- how you have rebranded the current digital signage application for our for our Navy client so go for it well first of all I was voluntold I'd be here this week <laughs> there you go and I volunteered. Um yeah, so uh, we'll start with what is digital signage. You go into the bank, you're in line, you see the information display behind the tellers or somewhere in the lobby, and it's, it's putting out information about their products, and it's also putting out news, sharing quotes. The product we have at Naval Sea Systems Command is that and way much, and, and so much more. We're able to broadcast television news throughout the day. Then we cut to breaks four times throughout the hour. That are It's all content that we've made, whether it's videos of the commander, answering questions for the workforce or just messages he might have or it's videos we produce with graphics or it could be features of the workforce those things cut into the breaks and there's another panel we call it zone two the zone one is video the zone two is stills and it's a 16 it's a vertical nine by 16 and it's uh, it's all information for the workforce news security tips those kind of things it's got a the, the overall presentation has a date and time stamp so that's what digital signage is and there's over 30 displays throughout uh, the navy yard um, broadcasting publishing navc's digital signage network and when it was uh, how long ago did, did, did you kick that off Gary? it was about 10 years ago a decade ago yeah navc access and throughout the time that access uh, existed no one ever called it access except for me you and the client um they always called it the tvs or or the screens and no one really got the branding there's a newsletter uh, at navc called the observer and its icon are is a pair of binoculars the big eyes that would be on the on the signals bridge the exterior bridge of a ship that's used for seeing over long distances the observer and uh, it occurred to me that to have good synergy with products in the client's office, it'd be a good idea to have that name shared with the with the TV screens throughout the building. So we rebranded it just recently to Observer TV. So Observer TV and the Observer newsletter, they all go hand-in-hand uh, hand now. And uh, I, think rebrand, I think branding is important because it gets people to, to go to it and look at it more and talk about it more. And uh, part of the plan with rebranding, this isn't just merely a name change, a lot more... Uh, cross-pollination of promoting between the two products is is in our is in the immediate future with us with that product speaking of videos that we play on digital signage on observer tv we, we talked about subtitles gary and how we put them in everything to make us 508 compliant um digital signage can be distracting in a in a, in a work uh working environment as well so quite often the signs will the volume we turn down on them and so you can still get your message out in a quiet lobby with those captions, with those subtitles. So I think it's great for SEO, search engine optimization, to have those subtitles. But it's also important to the folks who are at NAVC who are deaf 
and do use sign language to uh, communicate and do need to read the videos in order to get them. It's extremely important. Do you have a follow on, Gary? Yeah, I was, you know, I was, I'll tell you what I was doing. No, I'll tell you what I was doing. I do, but uh, I was being silent because, you know, I was waiting to see if we were going to have, like, you know, because sometimes I talk over you. I didn't want to do that. But uh, so I'll talk over no you. Worries. Even if you start talking, I'm going to talk over you. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> I think the thing, here's the thing is that um, um, I want to transition this into the, the just the ways that video are used um, videos are used period there's again there's so many things that we see and I, I will tell you uh, because I look at sometimes I look at videos on online and um, and I'm driven half crazy because I go I think about the things they're not doing well right all oh, the audio is horrible the video is terrible but that doesn't really even I don't know how much it even matters because video is used in so many ways now uh, online and it's it's kind of an essential use uh, if you're a business, you, you pretty much have to do it. I mean, we do it. Um, um, we do it for our clients. We do it for ourselves. Um, but uh, maybe we could just kind of the three of us go over some of the different ways that um, uh, you know video can and should be used um, for a business to to not only to talk. Scott, you talked about the brand of uh, Observer TV. Um, but all you know, video for branding, but video for just sell, getting your business going. So, I, I uh, what do you think, Scott? Are some of the best, from your perspective, some of the best ways to employ video from a business perspective to to communicate to a work to a to an to a, an audience? The first thing off the top of my head are, are how-to videos. Um, ha- being a source of knowledge for people is huge. Being able to educate them is. Uh, is a go-to. I, I, I was on YouTube last year following along on how to change out my rotors and brake pads in my car. So that alone has me going back to YouTube all of the time. Uh, up, right up top of my head, education. Yeah, and that's something I've um, uh, looked at with our uh, client in the chief engineer's office at um, uh, uh, Naval Sea Systems Command is the way um, young sailors get information right now to do preventive maintenance, it should be all video. And I think um, something as simple as a um, monitored, secure YouTube channel, YouTube-esque channel for preventive maintenance would make so much sense. Of course, instead, there's a very large contractor who's uh, embarked on a 10-year project to put every ship system into 3D uh, animation uh, uh, to achieve the same thing. And I, I kind of feel like a sailor with a smartphone or a master chief with a smartphone who's mastered uh, breaking down a specific piece of gear uh, would be a much simpler and close to free solution uh, for doing that type of uh, that type of how-to video. And then there's, um, I find fascinating are the art videos. Um, uh, there's an amazing portrait artist, uh, Tina Durier, and she does uh, beautiful portraits of public figures. And she's started doing videos showing her works in progress. And uh, it, it's amazing to see she starts with a few slashes of color and then um, a very nuanced uh, 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 face and expression comes out of it. So I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally with you on the, uh, on the how-to videos. Um, but then there are also, uh, we're seeing the trend, the lip sync video. Uh, and I remember uh, a Navy group doing that on a very profane song that came out of Saturday Night Live. But uh, 
uh, that's also been kind of, I think, a spirit uh, a spirit raiser and things that go viral are lip sync videos. Uh, would you would you recommend one for NAVSEEK, Scott? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not off the top of my head, but I will. I will get back to you about that. That sounds interesting. Well, I w- we have we have a we have a musical commander. I really think we ought to float the idea. He plays bass. <laughs> hey, you know, I, you know, with with regard, let me say something about the 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 the, the how to videos thing and, and, and taking it. I mean, I pretty much at least three or four times a week, I am on. Uh, YouTube looking for how to do something related to, to what we do, you know, because there's a lot of things I don't know about. You know, we use the Adobe Suite for a lot of the uh, things we create and produce, but I'm always going on there. But what has happened many times for me is, and this goes to the point where you know there 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 are people that have YouTube channels dedicated to a specific uh, piece of software that they use and giving tips and, and techniques. You follow them, and I do that. The next thing I know is I'm on their page, and next thing I know I'm subscribing to them, and so they. They are then opt. They are then monetizing the fact that I'm on their channel. Beyond that, I may actually buy something from them or do something with them simply because I I use that a- avenue. So I think that, you know, the the idea of oh, you know, why are we spending money and time doing a how-to video or something like that? We just don't realize, you know what the imp- the impact of that is and the positive impact the idea is you don't do them just because wouldn't it be nice and I want to get my face on camera uh, but you're doing it to get more clients and more business so I think that's um, um, sometimes it happens organically and sometimes it has to happen with planning so um, I am totally about the, you, the the how-to videos I've tried to do a couple myself um, you know but I, we don't do enough of them I think there's so many other ways any other ideas well, Scott or Merit? I was just saying, if Vox Optum were going to do a how-to video, what would we teach people how to do? <clears throat> Be snarky? No, it's, see, I think the the problem we have, and I have this, <laughs> is I have the internal editor that says, no, 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 no one wants to see me talk about that. No one wants to. I mean, I tried one one time for us about um, just a simple way to use um, to use Gmail uh, to create a um, uh, to create a signature, and. You know, the point being is, you know, the, just doing things and getting yourself out there with useful content without an overt, hey, come buy from us. Uh, I, I think that that's that's what happens. Sometimes people start their, you know, YouTube channels on, you know, you, whatever it may be, something they're interested in. The next thing you know, people are following them. So I think we, we, we because we're a, a little bit, uh, how would we put it, more experienced in life? <laughs> we need to. Uh, yes, yes. We need to start realizing, and our clients do too, that um, we have a message, and uh, and it can lead to business. So, okay, I, I was standing on the yeah, soapbox. Yeah, and I, I so what, off of it. Yeah, and, and uh, stepping on my break, uh, we're going to uh, talk more with Scott Webb and videos and how-to videos. And if you have ideas about what Vox Optima could produce as a how-to video. Send it to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. 
At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program welcome back to the brand ambassadors i am gary potterfield along with mayor hamilton allen and our in-studio guest, Scott Webb. And um, we've talked a lot about video and the hows and the, uh, you know, the, the techniques and such, such, such like that. Um, I don't know that we've talked as much about the why. I mean, what, <clears throat> maybe it's, we think it's self-evident, but I don't know that it is. You know, why do we want, why do businesses want to, aside from S, simple SEO, why would we put videos 
on our why do we need video, Scott? I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but uh, people are drawn to it more. Um, visuals uh, create an emotional response in us, and we are drawn to it. And sometimes people are also just too busy or uh, you know don't have enough time in their day. So see, re- clicking on the video and maybe even haphazardly listening to the audio that's in the video is just, it takes less effort than actually reading. So, uh, yeah, um, those two things for sure. People are very much drawn to it. It's quick and uh, it's, it's, it's easy. It's just, it's, it's so uh, convenient. Uh, real quick. I want to switch gears. I want to switch gears just a little bit because we touched on this last week with John and Laura, and they never really explained it. And I realize that this is also a thing with video too. For people who aren't bright about composition, that would be me. Uh, what is the rule of thirds? <laughs> the rule of thirds is when you draw tic-tac-toe lines into your viewfinder, and you place the subject where the lines cross, so that the subject isn't perfectly centered all the time. That's kind of boring. Ideally, you want to have your subject on one of those dots. There are there are there are exceptions to every rule, and including the rule of thirds. But that is that, that's the basic. Unlike the rule of fifths, <sighs> that makes which, so much sense which happens now. after after you finished uh, you you finished your work for the day and you go to the local <laughs> watering hole. <laughs> or va- or Vox a virtual happy hour. Uh, the vert, which we again we, we we tease but haven't done in a long time. We have to do the virtual happy hour. But real quick, um, uh, our our colleague uh, John Barnett in uh, developing the episode description actually goes to the point that we were talking about about the why. Um, and I just want to throw a few of the uh, some numbers out at you that John had put put out. Ninety seven percent of marketers say video increased user understanding of products or services. 81% of people just decided to buy a product or service by watching a brand's video. And 81% of businesses use video marketing up from 63% in 2017. And uh, 76% of marketers say video increases sales, indeed. And 72% of consumers would rather use video to learn about a product or service. And I know there's some also stats out there about um, you know business leaders uh, would prefer to watch a video rather than to read text about about something. So there's a whole lot of why out there. I say, hey, the dog. We got a dog. That was for you, Merritt. We got a dog. I know. I I, I muted the, I muted the dog. Oh. <laughs> Heel. Mute. Mute girl. Mute. Yeah. So those are the numbers that I, I said I didn't have in front of me that uh, John sent. To I got you. in front of me. So. But yeah, I mean, that's um, what drives it for sure. But <clears throat> again, with the uh, the physician heal thyself, um, I, I, the shoemaker without the without without heels on his shoes, Vox Optima. Let's be honest, we have to do a better job ourselves of uh, of uh, employing uh, video to 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 do what we do and to sell our services as nice because we have some pretty darn nice services to to sell, don't we, Merritt? Oh, I think it's been. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's been at least six or seven years because I, I know because I lived in a different house uh, the last time um, I did any type of video blog. 
uh, absolutely. And I think um, that's something that's dangerous for PR firms is we're so busy worried about clients. We kind of, again, uh, are we're the shoemaker's children who go barefoot. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking of how-to videos I could do that don't involve sarcasm or alcohol. And I'm, I'm kind of, I, I don't really have anything. So I'm going to leave it to the creative team at Vox Optima to figure out <laughs> how we're going to better incorporate video into our marketing and SEO. Um, but that's okay. I mean, be, being a little snarky and a little bit who we, being who we are, you, you certainly want the, you want your videos to uh, um, represent your brand. I mean, not that we're all pure snarky and sarca- sarcastic at all, but but still, uh, I think we I think we we, we get a little gunshot. I have it. I have it. I have it. We're gonna do a lip sync video, and it's gonna be the Burt Bacharach songbook. See, I could get that. I could dig it. I could dig that. See, you and I and maybe two other people in the company would really be all over that, and we could um, get, you know, baby boomers all over. Well, now Scott can get into it now because he's middle-aged. Just he won't admit on. it. That's right. Well, anyway, um, so I think that – I guess we've already mentioned it, but um, real quick about about getting – jumping back into to quality of videos again. And um, – uh, one thing that we used to that uh, when I was uh, at Defense Information School teaching, uh, we'd had a video course and and we we talked about we used an acronym called SALSA, uh, stood for uh, steady, access, lighting, sequencing, and audio. So uh, I mean, there's still a place for that stuff, don't you think, Scott? Yeah, I I, I use all of those whenever I'm shooting anything. Um, so by access, you mean. The bubble on the no, tripod, making sure. It's no, I mean the 180. Axis, the action axis, uh, lighting sequence and audio. Yeah, all the all those apply. I mean, are we? Do you think we're a little bit too? Um, how would it put? You know, stuck in our ways that we actually look at videos and we care about that stuff, or you think it's, you know, it's still. You think it's still important? I don't think about it because it's automatic. It's just, it's just a part of what it is you do. You, know, you, you yeah, you need to have steady video. You don't want to break the action axis. You need to have great lighting. Shooting sequences matter, and your audio has to be perfect at all times. So yeah, all of those details definitely go go into it. Which is what make which is what makes doing the job so fun. There are so many details in planning and executing, and then in post production, that if you miss one little thing, it's it's a glaring mistake, and th- that challenge is what makes it so enjoyable. Yeah, all of those details matter. Well, there you have it, Merritt. Details matter, and uh, as as usual, um, I've uh, learned a lot because when it comes to imagery, I am uh, worse than unskilled. I'm probably incompetent. So uh, I don't thank agree you, with Scott that. Webb, I've seen, for helping I've seen close your, out this part of the series. I've seen your videos of Leo and Ursula, and you've got good composition. You've got good leading room in your framing. Uh, you're actually better at it than you think. Wow. Oh, thank you so much. Validation. And please uh, follow me on Facebook if you want to see slow motion, dachshund, and cat Mexican wrestling. <laughs> but that's all the time we have for this show. Scott, thanks uh, Thanks so much. For Gary Potterfield, I'm Merritt Hamilton-Allen, and you've been listening to The Brand Ambassadors. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Brand Ambassadors. 
Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.